Change Nation. Don't we all wish we had quite a bit more cash in our pockets, especially with the economy, a lot of us has lost money, lost jobs. Well, today I have the author of the recently released book, Put More Cash in Your Pocket, Turn What You Know Into Dough. Her name is Laurel Langmeyer. She's also the best-selling author of many, many other books, which we'll touch upon. And her expertise is really helping people figure out what they love, how to make money from it, become an entrepreneur, how to avoid the mistakes. And I know this interview, she's going to give us a lot of tips and inspiration. So Laurel, it's a pleasure to welcome you on Change Thank Nation. you. I'm so excited about it. So Laurel, what no. do you think people need to know in the current times that we're living in? about the economy, about jobs, about what do you think is the message that if you could just tell everyone one or two things, what would it be? Make more money. Okay. Make more money. Yes. Because there is such an industrial age thinking in that has just lived with us since the last recession, which is, you know, stay in tight, pay off your debt, keep it all, you know, tucked in, deny yourself a latte and you'll be in the, I mean, it's all this denying and restricting. And that's not the message. The message today is you've got to create some new cash. And statistically in America, and I have you know, clients all over the world, but in America statistically, if they can make seven to 800 extra dollars, most of those folks would not be in foreclosure. And no one watches their, the income side of their financials. They watch how much debt they're in, but they never watch what could I do to create more money. And everyone can do it right now. Everyone. Now, is the obstacle in the way is it our beliefs our mindset are we all in the wrong jobs are we spending too much all of that all of that <laughs> great all of those yes. things so first everybody's doing something to be paid now it might be a job for right now but what i teach them is to take what you know turn it into dough which is the subtitle of the book and um so if you're designing websites you know somewhere else you can design them you can do ebay businesses you can do um uh, in-home care uh for those that are in the medical profession that don't want to you know do nursing of that writing landscaping house cleaning there's something you can do that you can turn into more of an entrepreneurial venture. And women especially, always, they give their life away for free and they do it under the guise of, well, I'm giving in charity. I am totally about giving in charity. And there's a piece about being in business and profit. So I think the mistake is that people just do it as a hobby instead of really think, I'm an entrepreneur. And we've been conditioned to be entrepreneurs. We've been conditioned to be you know, job people. And what about someone who doesn't think they're an entrepreneur? Do you think everyone's an entrepreneur? Yes, totally. I think that when you, well, I don't think, I think there's some people like me who, you, right, who are just like your whole, like you were just, it oozes out Copy of your DNA. corporate. Right. Yeah. We're unemployable. Yes. So we like not yes. even work. Right. Oh, oh totally. Yes. Insubordination. Yeah. It was yes. really exciting getting written up. Yeah. I was really, <laughs> so, but I think everyone can, you know, I, before we started the interview, I've, you know, Kendi, this little 12 year old, she's going to be on my website when, when people go view and uh, she's 12 years old. She made 25 sales selling her mother's book. Now her own business is really the landscaping business. I've had someone as old as 92, who was a physician and he was so cute. I said, what are you doing here? And he said, well, all my friends are dying and they're bored, boring. So I'm back out. So I have this range of like, there's just so not a real targeted demographic. Anybody who wants to make money can do it. Are they as you know vivacious in marketing and sales energy as some of us? No. But you know what? That doesn't mean they can't make money. So Laurel, walk us through the first few steps. For anyone mm -hmm. who's like, I'm totally with you. I want money. There's something I love. Now what? Now what? So do what you already know. So do exactly what you know, and we're going to make it more entrepreneurial. There's four steps of being an entrepreneur. Um, so I'm going to walk you through a five-step model, but the big skills that I'm going to teach you is marketing, sales, understanding some finance. You have to understand a little bit about your income and expense side, and then getting the team. But first is do what you know. 
because while I'm teaching entrepreneurial skills, which is really what I'm teaching, I can't, you don't have time to do another widget, right? So if you are a writer, be a writer. If uh, you're a web designer, be a web designer. If you're a photographer, be a photographer. Like, do what you know. And I know folks watching say, well, what if I'm a doctor? Well, then be a doctor, and we're going to do it more entrepreneurial. There's things to do. So do what you know, and then number two, replicate and duplicate. Not research and development. That takes too long. It's exhausting. Let's go. Somebody's already done exactly what you want to do. So uh, like I was working with an interior designer recently, and I said, so what's your pricing model? If I was going to hire you today, like, here's my credit card. She's like, well, I don't know. I said, well, how we're working on it? A year. So I said, you know what the models are. Like, go look online. It's like you're the first interior designer, which is the other point, too, is if it's too unique, don't do it. It won't be fast. You can do it later. It's just it's not fast cash today. So follow the model that's already been formed in front of you. And then what I always say, revenue model, which um, in the book I talk about a fast cash formula, 1245. And uh, so what's the number you want? So if you want an extra $1,000 a month, right, then divide that. Uh, so that would be twelve thousand a year. Divide by twelve, thousand dollars. Divide by four, right? It's two fifty. Divide by five, it's fifty dollars a day. So I always do that because I want some really relative, like oh, fifty bucks a day. Because that's doable. Yeah, that's right. like very doable. Because most people think as they hear me talk, oh, it's not for me. I can't do it. So I always break it down to these very baby little tactical steps to make it very doable, very practical. Like I had a tutor. She said, well, I want to make eight hundred dollars a day. And so, well, that's two hundred thousand a year. I said, how much time are you willing to give to it? Well, I only want to work on this you know, business one or two hours a day. And so then I, that's where I just kind of get the reality in. It's like, well, that's not yep. going to work. So, And then um, promoting, which is a different word for marketing. Just go talk about yourself. Mm-hmm. And uh, women have a challenge with that yes, because they, they think we're bragging. Yep. But I said, then stay poor. You have to talk about what you're doing and why you're so fabulous at it. And then um, you've got to ask for the money. And that's, that's the big one. So when do you want to start? How do you want to pay? Call it. Like, direct. Now, if you're interested, check it out. That's not not asking for money. And it's, you know, they're just simple mistakes, but all compounded. People aren't making money. So take me through someone who you've worked with or has come through your many seminars, workshops. Mm -hmm. Just as an example of someone who maybe was not making money or had a job that they hated and kind of made the switch here. Oh, wow. Which one would I pick? I have so many. Um, Because I do this guarantee that everyone makes new money. Everybody makes some money. And so a cute one I have to say, because this is just very fresh in my mind. Um, her name was Dolores. She was just here in uh, Newark at our last workshop. And she never made her own money in her life. She always had a job. And she was a great cook. And so she sold muffin recipes and muffins. And then uh, another woman in the room. So she ended up making maybe 20 or 30 bucks. But for her, she's like, I'm going to frame it. It's my first new money. Like for her, it was just this breakthrough of it's possible. And then on the other hand, there was this woman from France in the room who was a French chef, but again, doing it for free, dinner parties for all the girlfriends. I said, oh, no, 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 we're charging. So out of the blue, she said, all right, which I think her pricing model's off, but whatever, she did it. She said, $2,500, and we're going to the south of France, and we're going to a retreat for five days, so I'm going to teach you how to cook French food. She made $8,600 in three days. She, I mean, she shocked herself. And so the biggest pieces were believing that you can turn what you know into an entrepreneurial venture. And then I do this mantra, you know, I say, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm an entrepreneur. Because their, you know, their internal dialogue is like, but I'm not, but I'm not. And so I, I constantly have them walk around and say, you're an entrepreneur. So just to like get in that space, of, I'm an entrepreneur. It's Why is so it different. that so many of us think we're not entrepreneurs? Because we were taught to go get a job and a 401k and, you know, us women were taught to, you know, 
be housewives, which there's nothing you know, wrong with being a housewife. I'm a mom of a three-year-old and a 10-year-old, and I was a single mom for the first six years of Logan's life. So anyone can do it. I think you have to decide. You know, my message to the women who have that conflict is you get to have it all. You just have to figure out how you want to do it, having it all. What else do you find is in the way? Is age in the way? Are a lot of people um, saying, I'm too old, I'm they too were, young? They were saying, no, the young, youth entrepreneurialism on, is on a 38% rise. Um, I think the, the, the biggest thing that I'm seeing right now because of the economy is really, really irritated to be a nice word of the baby boomers. The baby boomers are really... Just they're in no space to do this again. I mean, they're really pissed, frankly. I mean, they're there. We did the 20 years or the 30 years. We were supposed to have our 401k. We were supposed to have our, we were supposed to, right? They're in the supposed to space. <laughs> I just made that up. That's yeah, kind of funny. They are that. We should give them like a little t-shirt. <laughs> but they are there and, you know, I'm supposed to do this and I'm supposed to do this. And this whole thing didn't work. So the, the good news out of that is their kids are like, we're not doing it that way. So I think we're going to see, and we have to see that. I think what's going to take us out of this economy is small and medium-sized businesses. Yeah. We're going to put a quick pause on that. We're going to be right back. Stay tuned. Laurel Langmire. She's the best-selling author of many books, including the latest, Put More Cash in Your Pocket, Turn What You Know Into Dough. You are famous for having invented, I think, the word, find your cash machine. Mm -hmm. Find the thing that you can create cash. What is someone's cash machine? It's whatever they know. Now, what's interesting about this book compared to the cash machine book is um, those were the boom days, right? 2004, 5, 6 is when I wrote that the series of Millionaire Maker books. And, um, you know, leveraging equities, growth, fun. And so the thought of doing a $100,000 company and the amount of students that I've helped just do it because it was just so easy to do 100000 And people really didn't need to. They were doing it in addition to jobs. It was just such a different psychological space people were in. So in that, in cash machines, it was a really big, let's go for $100,000. That's $416 a day. And then when the market shifted, uh, it was really interesting, uh, what, and what inspired this book are those who stayed millionaires, all number one, number one hands down variable is they had their cash machine. They had their sustainable business, and uh, most of the work then was how do you tweak it, right? How do you downsize it, shift it, modify costs, like really how do you fix it to still now live in this kind of a market, and they all sustained. Those who did not have an ability to make consistent cash are the ones who are now not millionaires. You know, they dipped under to like 750800 So it was this interesting conversation that we really had about who, who kept their status, who didn't keep their status, yeah. and why was there such a drastic effect, and the one variable was consistent cash. For the people who will make money with this program, with the yeah. book, what do you do with the cash? Do you invest it? Do you reinvest it in yourself? Both, do you hire both, someone? Both. Do you, all those. What do you do? You're right. All those. <laughs> all those. What you don't do is go Spend pour it. down your debt. You don't spend it yeah, on lifestyle, and you don't go pay down your debt. And that's shocking to hear most people. I mean, so I'll speak to that first, um, because that's usually a 
showstopper for most people. Oh my God, I got to pay down my debt. You don't understand it. Fifty thousand dollars of debt. I have seen hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt, and I don't think you know. I think a lot of people run to bankruptcy because they just don't know what to do. Um, but I have a very easy, and I can load. I can load it on the site. It's a little debt calculator. It's just free, simple little calculator. You load in your debt, and it tells you how to pay it down. It's super simple. But when you pay down all your debt, which is not what I want people to do, when you're done, what do you have? Nothing. You just have paid down your debt. It's an interesting psychological number. And with the credit crisis, you're not getting any more credit. So if you paid down a bunch of your debt, they're probably going to take credit back from you. Pretty much. So that's yep. not the plan for now. So you do your minimums. You do you know a responsible payment, and you put it back in your business because you need more marketing. That's the, the so the money you use get your landing page up. You know, get some search engine optimization. Um, you know, get on a camera and start shooting camera. You know, your conversation out to the internet. Get on YouTube. Get on Twitter. So spend some money on your marketing to get your message out, and then I want you rebuilding your portfolio. So I would say there's three places. As you make the money, divide it up. So yes, be responsible about your debt, but reinvest in your business, and uh, which is also including hiring a team. But let's get this. Uh, let's get your portfolio. What's a waste back. of money? In terms of putting, whether it's marketing dollars, oh, smart promotion question. dollars, what's a waste of money? Smart question. Big brochures, a lot of, you know, sexy marketing stuff without any market. Like, really, I started Live Out Loud, my company, years ago with me, obviously, with my mouth, because I talk a lot. Um, <laughs> it's good. It makes you money. <laughs> it makes me money. Yeah. Uh, and I would talk to anybody. And that's the other part. I was never, I'll talk to anybody else as what size crowd it is. And people say, well, I need to talk to only 200 people. Well, I don't care. If the local chamber is only 20 people, go talk to local chamber, Rotary, and let your local community. That's no cost to advertising. It's you and a piece of paper and a flyer, and go get business. And I think so many people do. They spend so much up front on big packaging and brochures and they don't even know that they have a market what do you think your message would be to someone who's just graduating right now is it definitely stay out of the corporate world figure out what you love do you I think we say, need some experience in business first yeah but I think I would tell most of them uh, and I tell uh, a lot of folks who are very employee oriented that their straddle move like straddling out of their job could be to go work for somebody more entrepreneurial first that's what I did. Um, so when I left big corporate America, I went to work with, you know, in a, in an, and I wasn't even working for them. I contracted too. So the next move is contract to a more entrepreneurial run. And that way you kind of get the momentum and the talk track. You just understand all of the speed of what, what small and medium-sized businesses do. And then, even then, you don't have to just quit, joint venture out. Say, where's my unique talent and how do I stay on this team? And then it might take a little longer, but you'll get there. You'll get out. For someone who's in a corporate job, do you recommend... God bless them. God bless them, yes. <laughs> we love them. Um, do you recommend they stay in the corporate job and get going yes. with the entrepreneurial mm -hmm. thing? Or to kind of go, you know what, you need to make the switch, you need to focus mm. entirely on something? <clears throat> no, I'm usually... Unless they have an enormous stash of consistent cash, I'm... I'm a little, you know, of all of my go, go, go messages, I'm also a realist in that some folks, it takes them a little while to get this promotion and asking for the money. And it's really the biggest piece is if you're not going to get cash, if you don't have enough customers and you don't ask for the cash. I mean, it's a pretty simple formula and from that perspective. So I always say at least get half of what you think you're going to need going through the through your pipeline. So, you know, and then they'll say, well, I, I'm just working so much. And so give them what you're paid for and then start doing it on the side and get your team together. So this is my next question. Let's talk about team. Who's the first person you should hire? Life support. Now, I also say that because I'm a mother. Okay. So life support, I, and uh, I mean, there's a lot of single dads that are probably watching as well, but just doing life, I mean, just think about like from laundry to groceries to 
cooking to cleaning to all that stuff. And then if you have kids, it's doubly, you know, you turn around one way and then there's toys all over here again. And so <laughs> yes. a purple permanent marker on my wall now. It's very exciting um, <laughs> for my three-year-old. So life just takes 10, 15, 20 hours to live. And a lot of people like to doodle around <coughs> in their life, right? And so that even wastes more time. So I said, when you get the money, get your time back, because it's the biggest excuse of why you'll never do anything. And if you weren't doing that, then there is a no excuse kind of focused direction of these are the things that I'm going to do. So I actually think before an assistant, you get life support because you don't need right. to be doing any of that because then there's no wandering around, especially if you're working in your home. Then there's even worse wandering around, right? You wander over here, do laundry, you wander over here, get a cup of coffee, right? You just, there's this wandering behavior. <laughs> and when all that's taken care of, what are you supposed to do? You got to work on the business, which means you got to get out and market. You got to talk about your business. So I would say, get out of the house and go talk to every local business. That's what my first homework assignments for everybody. There's a local car dealership. There's a local banker. The local mortgage. Local dry cleaner. Does everybody know who you are? Because especially if you're at home, you've really got to get out. And it's just a great. We're in a community. I can talk to you. You own a local coffee shop. I can put some books there. I can, you know, endorse your coffee shop to all my people. So we just get this relationship in the community that you're a real business owner. Um, Laurel, just to end up, how do people find you? How do people contact you? What I know they go to liveoutloud.com. Yeah. That's the first place I would com. send them to. Yeah, yeah. And then um, we'll have um, we'll we'll create a special link just for that debt calculator because I think it's really important. I haven't really offered that before for a long time, actually. And I think that's a and you just type in all your debt and it's very private. You can download it and it's just like a little you know sort of an advanced spreadsheet, really. Great. But it gives people something to to hold on to for those in debt and then we can put up fast cash models which are really fun because then you just start brainstorming like how much money could I make any specials workshops anything coming up tons coming up so the book's just out which we're having super you know just so much fun with Um, I have a, a morning radio show every morning which is very fun and we're doing these cash machine workshops where we teach people in three days how to make money and they're all over the country we're in Australia Um, we do them a couple times a month Love it. It's fine. Laurel, thank you so much. Thank you. So please go to her website, liveoutloud.com. The book is Put More Cash in Your Pocket, Turn What You Know Into Dough. Anyone, I know we all know someone who complains about not having money or hating their job, get them the book as well. And for more incredible interviews, inspiring experts, be sure to check us out online at changenation.com. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening.